When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Will Ovi tie and break Wayne Gretzky's goal record? He's 114 goals away for the overall record. This is a hot-button topic, dude. It's like 50-50 right down the middle on both Twitter and Facebook. I initially voted no on Twitter, and now I've changed my mind. Like, that's a lot of goals, Darren. It's hard to score one in the NHL. Maybe not for Ovi. I think he's going to do it, man. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on a Wednesday. It is episode number 874 of your favorite and entertainment talk show. And I'm going to get into that, the entertainment component in a second, because we have a very big guest joining us uh, later on this week from the entertainment field. Don't mind me. I'm just calling up the YouTube feed right now. We're live on YouTube. We're live on Game Plus TV. And we're live on WQEE 99.1 FM. You're home for Southern Sports and Talk in Metro Atlanta, Noonan, Georgia. And uh, I'm here at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Darren Moose DuPont is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle where he joins us today. And I'm saying hi to everybody this morning that's writing in in the chat and the text line. I just want you to know I can't get to you right now because I'm opening the show and saying howdy-do to the Moose. How you doing, Moose? What do you got for us today? I'm doing great. Good morning. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those days. It's a little gloomy out here, but I think it's actually, can I say this? It's maybe better here than it is where you are, covered in snow. So not so bad this morning. We're buried in snow here in the foothills of Alberta. And uh, as I, I see people writing in, they, they just couldn't wait. 1001 Mountain, 1201 Eastern to get my thoughts on things. Stand down. We'll get to your questions and comments, but that's not what we do here. Now, a couple of things. That's not the format that we do here. It's only 874 episodes in, Moose. They're still figuring out how we do things. Uh, yesterday afternoon, I was enjoying, pardon the interruption. I got to say, I really enjoy those two guys, Kornheiser and Wilbon. And they're talking about none of the things that I care about. <laughs> they're not talking about the NHL. They're not talking about the CFL. They're not talking about junior hockey or the Toronto Raptors. No, but I don't care. I'm just entertained. I broke out laughing a couple times at those two guys, Kornheiser <laughs> and Wilbon. And for 20 years, they've been doing it from two different locations across America, exactly what we do every day. And I thought, I just hope that our viewers get as much enjoyment out of what we do as to what those guys' viewers do. It's just awesome. And I will say later on this week, Friday morning, right here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, right at the stage bar, Tom Cochran is going to be joining us here, the ageless, the peerless Tom Cochran, who's performing Friday night at the Gray Eagle Event Center. Right. 
That's where sports morphs with entertainment. That's what we want on this show. I've been a fan of Tom Cochran a long time. I've owned his CDs. That tells you how old we both are. And uh, I have the number one question ready to go. The number one question for Tom Cochran. The second Sheldon from the Gray Eagle told me that Tom Cochran's going to be joining you. I was like, I know what I want to ask him. So, folks, you got a couple of days to get your questions ready for Tom Cochran. He'll be live in this chair coming up later on. Okay. And we also had two guests bail on us today. One, be- Actually, three. One because of weather, two because of prior engagements. They double-booked themselves. So I'll just give you the roadmap. It's the Moose and I for the first 40 minutes, and then our COO, Lee Genier, is going to fight his way through the storm to get down here because we do have a storm of snow here today in Calgary for a good portion of the show today. And then uh, Derek Keenan, the general manager of the NLL Saskatchewan Rush, is going to be with us. So that's the roadmap. And can you hit the quick six show horn, please? And thank you, Producer Clark. I will say this as I've had... uh, discussions with folks this week. You understand people don't listen and people rarely change unless they want to. So for 874 episodes, I've been sitting here saying, this is me and Darren time. We get through the quick six show topics and later on, we turn it over to the viewers. They still don't get it, Darren, because they don't listen. So we do here in the hockey season what we call the morning skate. Of 12 NHL games last night, it was a virtual buffet. And incidentally, I hit the buffet here yesterday, and it was amazing. I'm not going to go through all 12 games, but I'll give you some highlights. Kirill Kaprizov scored twice, and Joel Eriksson added two assists as the Minnesota Wild defeated the visiting Montreal Canadiens 4-1. In NHL action on Tuesday night in Tampa, Nikita Kucherov had a goal and two assists, and the Tampa Bay Lightning rallied to beat the Senators 4-3 Tuesday night. Sens gave up two leads in that game. Speaking of blowing leads, three goals in a span of just under five minutes in the third period spurred the visiting Seattle Kraken to a 5-4 win over the Calgary Flames Tuesday night. Tyler Toffoli had a goal and a helper to hit 400 career points. Nazem Kadri, Nikita Zadorov, and Trevor Lewis also scored for the Flames. Uh, Moose, when it was 4-4, I turned to my friend Tammy, tapped her on the shoulder, and I said, I'm out. I think, sorry, when it was 4-2, I said, the Flames got this. (laughs) It was a kiss of death. Um, And I'll say this, the Calgary media now, I've been here over a year, and they they were very nice to me. In the saddle dome last night, like I went down after the first period, I went and sat in a suite for the second, and I sat with Tammy and her friend in the third, and then I left a little early. And then I'm getting text messages later on going, well, you left too early from the media. Where'd you go? What'd you think of the ending? You know, so uh, just on the flames blowing it, Jordan Eberle plays his butt off every night, should be the captain of the Seattle Kraken. He was back checking, and I'm thinking, he must have family here tonight. But that's not fair. Every time I watch Jordan Eberle, he's been back checking a lot, a lot more than he used to. But the Flames blew it, and from what I understand, it's going to be a bag skate today in the Saddledome right now for the Flames. Up the road in Edmonton, Leon Dreisaitl had a goal and four assists as the Edmonton Oilers blasted the visiting Nashville Predators 7-4. Evander Kane had a hattie. Connor McDavid, yeah, Connor, uh, him and Bedard, I get mixed up between the two all the time. Con, they, Connor won and Connor two, right? Connor won. Had two goals yeah. and two assists for the Oilers last night. And we wind it up with the Canucks. Yegor Sharangovich and Jack Hughes each scored and notched a helper as the New Jersey Devils dumped the Canucks 5-2 in Vancouver on Tuesday. So that's some of the action from Tuesday night. And 
I'm going to get to my NHL top five and bottom five uh, in a moment because I had to put a little thought into this, but what was your hockey viewing menu last night? Yeah, I got got caught a bit of that Flames game, and yeah, it was a tough one. You don't want to blow a two-goal lead, that's for sure. So that won't stick very well with Daryl. But I thought it was really nice of the Flames to put you up on the big screen last night. I thought that was uh, oh, you saw a that. nice little touch. Yeah. Twice. My phone blew up. Rod, you're on the big screen at the Flames game. Listen, <laughs> I had a chat here today with some Oilers fans in the Grey Eagle. And they're like, man, I thought you grew up an Oilers fan. I'm like, the Oilers, Oilers haven't done squat for me. Look what the Flames are doing for me. Look what Calgary's doing for me. It's business, man. I'm not a business man. I'm a business Man. How about that? That's how I'm getting treated in Calgary. So why wouldn't you love the Flames and stuff? So, yes. Anyway, sorry to jump on that, but I forgot about that. Thanks. No, it's good. It was great. I thought that was awesome. You know, you saw Zach Nelson at the game. um, So that was cool. Um, Cam Judge was at the game last night. It was like a who's who. I didn't see. I didn't see Cam. I saw on his Mm. social. I was actually going to message him that he should find you at the game, but I... It was late, and by the time I saw it, I'm sure the game was close to over. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, by the way, New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary, open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations presented by New York fries. This is the warm-up. Moose is with me for a full 40 minutes, and then Lee Genier will roll in. So we got a lot of time to get to everything here. And in the top six, I got my NHL top five, bottom five coming up. World Series, CFL semifinal talk, NFL trade deadline recap. The Raptors are at the Spurs tonight. The Atlanta Hawks, hashtag true to Atlanta, are on the road at the Knickerbockers tonight. And Jerry Jones is in trouble for his Halloween costume the other day. And then the breaking news today that Daniel Schneider, the owner of the Washington Commanders, has begun looking for sale partners, I guess, uh, for the Commanders. I'm not getting into that right now. So here's my top five of the National Hockey League, and it took a little while. Number one, it's got to be the Boston Bruins. They're off to their best start in franchise history. Nine and one, and the Bruins won again last night. Top team in the NHL, nobody can argue that. Number two, the Edmonton Orders. They're the hottest team. They've won five in a row and 12 points last night from the big, big three. Connor, Neon, Leon, and Kane, you can't argue that. Plus, the Orders beat the Flames here Saturday night. Number three, the Vegas Golden Knights. For now, number three team in the NHL. Number one team in the West. Number four, the New York Rangers. While they've slipped a little bit, and there are some teams ahead of them, Buffalo is still Buffalo, and for now they are still Buffalo. No, they're not getting in the top five. The New York Rangers are still the New York Rangers until we see otherwise. And then number five, the Calgary Flames. Because you can't argue with Kadri, Toffoli, Huberdeau, Coleman. You can't. Mangiapane's had been playing like an all-star to the last two games. So while they're getting bag-skated right now, they're now the fifth team in the National Hockey League. But you can't take your eye off the puck. And I want to come back on that in a second, but those are the top five. Boston, Edmonton, Vegas, Rangers, Calgary. And then the bottom five, I had to scribble this out and change. I had the Leafs, 28th, but I've changed my mind. (laughs) The Leafs are not in the bottom five. It goes this way. The Anaheim Ducks, and I think that Dallas Eakins is going to be the first coach fired in the NHL this year. Dallas Eakins. Then Arizona, Coyotes, 
Uh, then three, the Columbus Blue Jackets. They just can't get it right. San Jose Sharks are the second worst team in the NHL, and the Vancouver Canucks are the worst team in the NHL. I'm sorry. The, your record is what you are, and that's what Vancouver is. I don't like talking about the worst teams, but nobody else does, and, and we have to. But back to the Flames for a second. I, one thing I realized about the media last night, and I've known these guys a long time, but I'm getting to know them a lot better. They know hockey. You know that. And I'm not going to name who they are. You know who they are. The media here, they know the game. The fans, by and large, know the game, but not as well as a coach. And all the talk has been since Saturday's Battle of Alberta is they're changing the lines. They're changing the lines. Oh, they're changing the lines. You probably saw it all over Twitter and Instagram. The Flames are putting their lines in a blender. That doesn't mean diddly squat. I don't care. You can change your lines on the second shift and it, you're not going with what you've been practicing with all week. You blew a 4-2 lead in the third period against a debasement-dwelling Seattle Kraken. So it doesn't matter what the lines are. The Flames got to stop taking their eye off the ball. It's your 20 guys have to play for 60 minutes. And it's not just physical busting your ass. It's mental. Not turning the puck over. Mitch Marner. So I watch hockey differently than a lot of people. And so I don't need to go to practice and write down what the lines are or be told by Daryl Sutter or Sheldon Keefe what the lines are going to be because I don't care. Are they going to back check? Are they going to block shots? Right? So that's my take. So sorry. There's my top five and bottom five. Yours? Um, I'm pretty close. I've got New Jersey in my top five. I think the New Jersey Devils... um, They've won, I think, four in a row now. They're hot. And for whatever reason, I don't know if they're going to stay there. Um, And you're not going to like it, but I would probably bump out the Flames to make room for the Devils. Um, Just simply because the Flames have lost two in a row. And that was the flip. The Flames lost two in a row. The Oilers have won five in a row. So this Alberta power struggle just continues to shift. And I think we're going to see it shift back and forth all season, which is going to be so much fun to watch. So... That's the biggest change for me. And you, know, you talk about first coaches being fired. I asked you, you know, on our pre-show meeting, how long Brad Larson's been with Columbus. And if it's his, you know, it's his first year as a head coach, I don't think he'll be the first one fired. But I think the expectations in Columbus are a lot higher, especially getting Goudreau to play with Line A. And, you know, they've got some decent pieces now. I think this is a team that is expecting to be a playoff team. So they've got to turn it around pretty quickly, too. Yeah, well, he just replaced John Tortorello. They just fired Torts. They're not going to fire the next guy, in my opinion. No. Uh, but that's just me. I thought that um, Riverboat Ron Rivera in Washington would be the first coach fired in the NFL. and It ended up being Matt Rule of Carolina. So that's not to say that I'm right. But we do. This is the Canadian version of PTI. We just kick around our opinions, and dang, is it fun. Our NHL coverage is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hiring now. Find out everything you need to know about Bronco at broncoplumbing.com and our Facebook and Instagram pages. Point three, Bryce Harper and Alec Bohm helped the Philadelphia Phillies hit a World Series record tying five home runs in a 7-0 win on Tuesday over the Houston Astros in Game 3 of the Fall Classic. The Phillies lead the series now 2-1. Game 4 goes tonight. Brandon Marsh, Kyle Schwarber, and Reese Hoskins also homered for the Phillies. Ranger Suarez Toss three hit ball over five shutout innings for the Phillies. I'll say this: NHL teams, sport, any sports team that has a big big screen, and uh, that's what we do, right? With DK, uh, sorry, with IKS and our crew, Paul and the crew, they put up big screens. 
I went to the Saddle Dome real early last night because I expected bad weather, and I got it. But then I could sit in my chair and watch the World Series Game 3 last night. They really take care of the fans in these venues, so there's no excuse to stay home and not buy a ticket and go to games because all the great arenas got a big screen, and they got the game on for you. By the way, a word from our sponsor, Edo Japan. Edo Japan's fast and friendly service plus online ordering options are easy and convenient when you're on the go. We got our CFL semifinal betting lines coming up. NFL trade deadline recap it on just in a minute or less. Tell you what I think to appease those Rough Rider fans who have written in and want my opinion on the firings of all the offensive coaches yesterday, which we told you first was going to happen. Number one, you can go to my website right now, rodpeterson.com, and it's in today's commentary. It's the top item. You can read it there. But I'll say this. I wasn't advocating for Craig Dickinson, the head coach, to be fired of Saskatchewan but in the Canadian Football League, but they lost their last seven games of the year. They missed the playoffs. It's the biggest flop in franchise history, and they're pointing the finger at two assistant coaches who were expiring contracts anyways and an offensive coordinator who was going to leave anyways. So the head coach, the GM, and the president keep their jobs in the biggest flop in franchise history, an embarrassment, and everybody's okay with it? Forget football. These guys should be in sales. If you're buying what they're peddling, which I'm not. But everybody seems to be buying, okay, let's sweep it all under the carpet here and let's move on. I didn't think the Rough Riders board had the nerve to make a move, and I was right. So we'll continue uh, with the rest when we return. It's the warm-up, and we're on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. Okay, you're looking live at a snow-covered Calgary, Alberta. We are at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. And uh, my mind is all over the place, and that's a good thing, because uh, I'm getting a lot of messages here as we welcome in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, Darren Moose DuPont. But go to our website, Great Eagle Resort and Casino, for the entire late fall and winter lineup of talent. This Friday night in the event center, Tom Cochran, Life is a Highway, will be performing. I'm not sure if tickets are left or not, but he's coming on this show Friday morning in hour two. Tom Cochran. And uh, Darren, I was saying, I was so excited this morning as I said to you, our Rolodex is now open to entertainment acts like Tom Cochran and Clayton Bellamy last week from the Roadhammers. There's that. And now we're opening up into college football and the NBA and NFL. And I'm like, 
You would think it was easy that I talked about one team every day, year round. It wasn't easy. It gave me multiple breakdowns, I think, trying to cover the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and please everybody. Uh, so this is way more exciting and way more fun. So I gave my thoughts on the Rough Riders and their firings, and we're moving on. And uh, Chris is watching on Game Plus TV in Surrey, B.C. right now. He says, lifelong Canucks fan here. Totally agree with your bottom five. Horrible, basic defensive mistakes all night. Hard to watch. Steven in North Dakota watching. He says, I am helping spread rider leadership decisions across the prairie. And then in brackets, he puts fertilizer. He's saying it's BS being spread by Canada's team, which I'm officially rescinding that title. I came up with it, so I'm pulling it. They're no longer Canada's team. They don't deserve the title. From WQEE Rock, Rhino Radio, my spirit brother, says RP is entertainment, along with Top Gun, Moose. <laughs> Thanks, Rhino oh Radio. I love it. But he's the same man. He is a cowboy on the radio. Rhino Radio. I love him. I like what he said. RP is Atlanta. That was cool. Anyways, moving on. Listen, before I come back to the CFL semifinal bets, um, NFL trade deadline. I'm just going to read wire copy and we'll cover it here. The NFL trade deadline turned into a frenzy with 15 teams making 10 deals involving 12 players and several draft picks on Tuesday. Edge rusher Bradley Chubb, tight end TJ Hawkinson, wide receiver Chase Claypool, suspended wideout Calvin Ridley, and running back Naheem Hines. Headline the list of players switching teams. The Miami Dolphins... Fins up. Bolstered both sides of the ball, acquiring Chubb from Denver and running back Jeff Wilson from San Fran. The 5-3 and three Dolphins are trying to catch the AFC-leading Buffalo Bills, who got Hines from Indy. The NFC North-leading Minnesota Vikings added Hawkinson after placing Irv Smith on injured reserve. Quitlam BC's Chase Claypool went from Pittsburgh to Chicago, which unloaded linebacker Roquan Smith on Monday. The NFC South-leading Atlanta Falcons. Hashtag rise up. Sent Ridley to Jacksonville in a complex deal. Ridley was suspended in March for at least the 2022 season after a league investigation determined he bet on NFL games in 2021. He blamed it on mental health concerns. Don't we all? The league said the suspension will carry through at least the conclusion of the 2022 season. I'm going to stop there other than to say there were moves made ahead of the deadline. As you know, Christian McCaffrey going from Carolina to the 49ers and what a debut he had. So what do you think about the NFL trade deadline uh, just in terms of a recap? That was a pretty good recap right there. That was a great recap. A couple interesting ones. Calvin Ridley goes to Jacksonville. That's a futures move for Trevor Lawrence, a quarterback in that group. That's going to make them dangerous if he's able to play next year. The other one was Brandon Cooks not being traded from the Houston Texans. Many thought he would be. Negotiations went right up to the deadline. And then Cooks tweeted out, how disappointed he was that he didn't get traded. He talked about covering up lies in the organization and all he's done and loyalty and for them not to, you know, move him to somebody who he might have a chance to make a playoff run with. Uh, he was really upset. So those were the two big for me that kind of stood out on a day where there was a lot of moves. Stop the presses. We got some great comments coming in here from the viewers. A lot of them are bashing the CFL, and I'm not interested in doing that. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. That's why we're talking NFL and NHL. 
Wayne in BC says the CFL does a great job of keeping the bashing of the league coming year after year. No spit, right? I'm not going to be that guy. Uh, John in Edmonton will get to your questions. He's got several good ones. But uh, Todd Pinkney, Pinks, writes in and he says the Vancouver Canucks do have some sick blue jerseys. And I have to say, we didn't spend any time on the NHL reverse retros that were announced yesterday. Or, sorry, last week. And we should. I pretty much love them all. I'm not joking. Now, some are better than others. But I can tell you of this latest crop of thirds. And you saw our girl Annie O'Donnell down in Anaheim. And she, I don't know how she got that reverse retro Ducks jersey. And she almost, had a, she almost fainted. Somebody sent yeah. it to her. I mean, you're going to love your team's retro no matter what because it's your team, right? But, yeah. like, the Florida Panthers have a sky blue jersey with a yellow palm tree on it. Like, who wouldn't love that? The nicest is the Los Angeles Kings. I am just a sucker for the triple crown and the purple and gold. I'm a sucker for it. And theirs yeah. was white base with purple and gold trim and the traditional crown. <laughs> now, historically, the greatest jersey in the National Hockey League is the Chicago Blackhawks red. Period. End of story. Mic drop. <laughs> but I'll sit and talk about these third jerseys. I don't mind. Yeah. What do you think? Those I, leaf black I ones. Like they... Yeah. The Leafs look bad in anything. Okay, continue. Sorry. No, and I'm with you on that. But the Johnny Canuck, the what the Canucks are wearing last, I love that. I thought that looked really, really sharp. Big fan of that. Um, you know, the Jets was okay, a little plain. Same with Montreal. What are you going to do with with the Canadians jerseys? There was a few other ones that were that were pretty sharp. But uh, for me, yeah, that Vancouver Canucks one was was really nice, and it was a something so different. That's why I loved it. Viewers love the stories, and I love telling them. So a couple things from the viewers. Ryan's watching in Manitoba. He says the Philadelphia Flyers have the best thirds. And if the Riders are not Canada's team, who fills that void? I'm saying for now, let's give it to the Raptors, the Toronto Raptors of the NBA, because they're running commercials that say that. I'm too old and too tired to come up with. I'm moving ahead. Um, But... Pink says the Flyers were wearing Cooperalls for warmies the other day. For for real? Darren's having some video issues, it would appear. That's okay. I, I got this. The Philadelphia Flyers were wearing Cooperalls. For, I saw a photo. I don't think it was for real. I thought it was a photo of Bobby Clark and Tim Kerr from back in the day. I didn't realize that was this week. And I remember my first pair of Cooperalls. I'd been asking my mom and dad for months, nay, years, for a pair of Cooperalls because everybody had them. The WHL players, the Flyers, the Hartford Whalers. You understand kids want what they see the stars wearing, right? We couldn't afford it. Absolutely. Couldn't afford it. Couldn't afford it. And I understood they couldn't afford it. And when I got to be a teen, my dad made me buy my own hockey equipment anyways, which is a good thing because it made me learn the value of money. But when I, I was like 10... And I wasn't going to work to raise enough money to buy Cooper Alls. So I went to bed every night. <laughs> so I wanted them so bad. 
And then for my 11th birthday, guess what? I unwrapped them, and it was the most beautiful pair of royal blue Cooperalls from J&J Sports and the Golden Mile that I, I started crying. Now, keep in mind, I was 11, so it came with the gray, as we called it, girdle, and then the pull-up yeah. royal blue Cooperalls with a white stripe down the side. I'll never forget. And my brother, Lee, who was big, you know, hockey player, muscular guy, he looked at these things and goes, what are those, a toy? And my dad's like, they're for an 11-year-old kid. They're small, t- size small. So I don't know where those Cooperalls are, but I, I remember my first pair like it was yesterday, and it was the greatest thing in the world. So I don't assume you had Cooperalls. You missed that era, right? No, I, I was out of the Cooperall era. And, uh, you know, the Cooper, they, they were Cooperalls, but my sister played ringette, and the ringette girls all wore the long pants. And so... By that era, it was no longer cool to have the Cooperalls or to have the long pants. That was the old school. Um, but I can imagine the day because we had used equipment too. Same deal, right? Uh, had, you know, used skates because you're growing every year. And we had used uh, used equipment. When I bought my first pair of gloves, I saved up money and I bought Nike gloves, brand new. And I just thought I was Wayne Gretzky. I thought it was the coolest thing. Uh, Pinks wants to know, please ask Moose, uh, Moose if he's taking the deal or no deal on the Flyers-Leafs tonight. What's the line? Who's favored? They want your betting advice. I'm assuming it's 1.5 goals, but who's favored at Toronto? It's got to be Philly. No? Yeah, I would imagine. Fast. I don't know who would be who would be favored in the game. Probably a pretty tight line. Maybe the Leafs are still favored. Um, Toronto's got to get out of this little slump that they're in. I mean, they're only 500, but... Just for fun, I'll take the Leafs in this one tonight. Thanks. By the way, uh, Mitch Marner is not watching the media. He's watching Twitch. <laughs> I'm not stupid. Okay. I watch SportsCenter. <laughs> um, here's the wildest thing. I've got Bet Regal on my U.S. phone, the app, but I don't have it on my Canadian phone. And as we're sitting here today, I can't get it while we're sitting here to get the pigs tell me what the odds are i can't get it right at the tip of my fingers if i was on my u.s phone i could oh hang on stop the presses uh from what i can see here philly's philly's favored by goal and a half so you're saying beat the spread that's at bet regal our exclusive betting partner uh troy in toronto says i agree with you rod about the blackhawks red jersey my first jersey i asked for as a kid was a tony esposito 35 God rest his soul. Christmas morning was so exciting opening this gift. One night, I was in a bar in Spokane, Washington with Tony Esposito, and I've never seen anything like it. A lot of guys hand out business cards. He's handing out hockey cards. Get a stack of Tony <laughs> Esposito cards. That is I thought it was the coolest card. thing ever. Yeah, it's, here's my yeah. business card. Got his, Tony Esposito. Got his resume on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, John in Edmonton, thank you for being persistent, John. He says, Rod, I want to hear your take on people saying that the BC Lions are exaggerating ticket sales and also the possibility of the Oakland A's moving to Vegas. Number one, everybody lies about ticket sales, or so it seems. One of the media guys last night was telling me that the NHL is very stringent on announcing redeemed uh, purchase tickets, not used tickets. The NHL is good at attendance, but 
really nobody else is. So if somebody tells me the BC Lions are exaggerating ticket sales, I'm sure they are. How about that? And as far as the Oakland A's moving to Las Vegas, it's not going to be anytime soon because they don't have a baseball stadium. That's where the XFL team's going to be playing at the baseball stadium in Las Vegas, by the way. But not, uh, so it'll be a couple years. So let's put it this way. You want my take? The city of Oakland has a year, maybe two at the most, to figure out a deal for a new baseball stadium, or they're going to lose them too. And it'll be their own fault. Obviously, it's a left-wing leaning civic government. I, I don't like going down this road, but you asked. Those are the people that don't want stadiums and to give owners a break. And I get it, but then you lose your teams. You lose an identity. All these events, we talked about it earlier this week. Moose, I will see you later. Maybe. You bet. Because Lee's coming in next. Thanks for this. It's been fun. Sports update. Curtis Rourke threw for 317 yards and five touchdowns in Ohio. Beat Buffalo 45-24 on Tuesday night in U.S. college football. Curtis Rourke, that's the little brother of Lions, BC Lions quarterback Nathan Rourke. Curtis threw for three touchdowns in the first half to build a 24-10 lead. Ohio took a 7-0 lead on its first possession when Rourke lofted it into the corner of the end zone for a 16-yard score. So keep your eye on that. Ohio's doing some great things. Brad Gushu's Canadian team will be looking to build on its win over Brazil Tuesday when it plays two games today in the Pam Continental Curling Championships in Calgary, just up the road at Windsport. Gushu's 1-1 one one team will play Japan in the morning and unbeaten South Korea this afternoon. Kerry Anderson's 3-0 team from Gindley, Manitoba, will play Australia and Brazil today at Windsport. This sports update for Edo Japan. Edo Japan's fast and friendly service, plus online ordering options are easy and convenient when you're on the go. Lee Zhenye in next. Derek Keenan on the way in hour two. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, we're live. We're here. You see the commercial for DDG, Display Development Group, and the breakdown. Those are the guys, and that's a division of IKS, right, guys, that builds big screens. I was talking about the Saddledome last night and getting there early and being able to watch the World Series. It was cool. Sorry, I got to turn up the in-house speakers here. There we go. You betcha. We got a live crew here. They came down to see you, Lee Genier, our COO. Ah, <laughs> yes. Our COO. This is the wildest thing that I'll never get, dude. You're sitting there, and I can barely see you because it's like you're sitting in the dark. Get the lighting. You come out on television looking great. And you did that lighting with Lanny yesterday. What's the secret, man? Um... Well, you know what? You'll never understand how much light is reflected from all around. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like when I'd watch some of the, you know, Stamps games. It's dark, comes out on TV, and it's brighter than whatever. Well, right? inside look, because the people love yeah. it at what we do here. We got a COO. We got Moose back in the sweatpants capital. We got the ICAST people. And they often ask me, what do you want, Rod? What do you want for lighting? What do you want for a background? What do you want? For I said, I don't care. I want a mic that works, and that's it. 30-year radio guy here. You guys all fiddle around with what it looks like. You and started when you were nine. Uh, in radio, 16. But 
By the way, just to put a finishing note on the Cooperalls, how about that? The viewers are asking, well, Cooperalls have... <laughs> I guess the Philly Flyers were wearing them in warmies this week. And I thought it was, I saw a picture of it and I thought it was from the eighties. Ron Flockhart, uh, Bill Barber, those guys, Jeff, the Stamps fan says, you guys must've all been rich to have Cooper Rawls. I knew my dad saved money for a year to buy me mine when I was 11. And I never, he knew that I appreciated it. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says I came of age in the late eighties when the Cooper Rawls were considered passe like leisure suits. Hard to believe they went from objects of desire to the scrap heap so fast. And I'll tell you why in a second. Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, I only started following hockey in 1988, so I missed the majesty that was Cooperalls. The problem with them is if you, if you had them for long enough, the knees wore out in them. Think of Theo Fleury sliding down the ice on his knees in that iconic goal in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It would have worn the knees out of Cooperalls. They weren't that durable. They just looked really cool, and they weren't overall very comfortable. They were like a sort of like a tight polyester pant. But man, they were cool. Yeah, maybe Lululemon's got to come back and start making them. I don't know. You'd think you could make some now that we, what, what do the fashion people say? That are functional and breathable. Let's do it. Let's go. I'm getting on that after the show. I'm surprised somebody hasn't. Daniel writes in and says, the Raptors are in San Antonio tonight. Oh, and hang on. From Corey Patterson watching in Tallahassee, Florida, he says, I hated Cooperalls. Skinny legs and Cooperalls, not a good look. You look good, Patty. You look good to me. I remember. But to the Raptors, uh, they are at San Antonio tonight. Should be a good one. The Spurs are not what they used to be but they still have the same coach. And the Atlanta Hawks are at the New York Knickerbockers. Hey, I'm just getting a handle on college football and more deeply into the NHL. I can't really analyze what's going on in the NBA, but you worked in pro basketball. How do you divide your sports watching time to put the NBA in right now? Well, there's a lot going on right now. I mean, it's, you know, you got to really pick and choose your battles and pick your games and your teams. And like last night, I was flipping through four or five channels, watching college ball, watching the World Series, watching the Flames game, watching the Oilers game. Man, there's a lot of stuff going on. So I watched, a, like, I, I barely clicked on the NBA, but because I was just all over the place last night. Yeah, well, listen, we're gonna, I want to get into the CFL semifinals in a mo- moment with Lee, and maybe we'll carry it over into se- next segment where we can spend more time. But 20 seasons with the Rough Riders here, 19 seasons with the Stampeders there. Clearly, we're going to be following what's going on this weekend uh, very closely. But last night in the press box at the Saddledome, I was off the top of the show. You didn't see it because you were driving here through this monumental blizzard and storm that we're in. Um, the guys were saying, are you going to be going back to Florida right away? And I said, yes. It's, I've been here over a year. They get it now. Everybody's being so nice. But I said, I'll get down there in time for high school football playoffs, which obviously is a big deal. College football season, NFL playoffs, obviously NHL hockey with the Panthers. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Um, everybody's fighting for their way in the highlights. And the one thing that I will enjoy is getting able, being able to watch the NHL network where they spend six minutes a game on the highlights. It's not Sports Center's fault in Canada or Sportsnet Connected, but it's like, Two or three goals they score, and they got to move on to the next game when there's 12 games, Lee. You guys get robbed not having the NHL network in Canada, I'm telling you. Well, 
that's why we talk so much NHL and covering up what what others miss. Yeah, and thank you, Jeff, the Stamps fan, for the segue. He says, why would there be a college game on a Tuesday night? That's a really good question, but there were two, and there are two more tonight. Central Michigan's at Northern Illinois and Western Michigan's at Bowling Green. And these leagues, I guess, Lee, you, t- you are a sports operator. Because they know that they can capture a huge market. I mean, on Saturdays, you got how many teams are playing, right? So it's like the NFL. They know they could own every night of the week. So I think what's happening is um, NCAA is going to say, hey, we're going to own Tuesdays. We're going to own Wednesday nights, too. Uh, they're going to stay away from Monday nights because of Monday night football. They're going to stay away from Thursdays because of NFL, but they can know that they can own Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Well, why not? You just said it. And for instance, Jeff, as I read earlier in the sports update, Curtis Rourke, Nathan Rourke's little brother. And this is where I say, thanks for the segue through five touchdowns. We're talking about it today because they played last night and they muscled their way into the spotlight. So the Ohio Bobcats are getting some pub here right now. And they're saying he's better than his older brother, Nathan. Now, does that mean that he'll go straight to the NFL or he'll go high in the CFL draft first, kind of follow his brother's footsteps? Yeah, I mean, anything's possible. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to understand where, when he's eligible for the draft. Uh, I don't know, I'm not sure. I think he's in his second year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, yeah. so he's still young. So, I mean, a lot can happen, but I mean, you know, obviously his first choice is going to be to go to the NFL draft, right? Um, maybe he comes out a Heisman winner. You never know. So, um, you know, I guess one of those things we'll wait and see. But it's really, like I said earlier, uh, in between on the break, is what a, a lineage there to have your brother playing up here, putting up the kind of yards, and then your younger brother is better than you? That's kind of like... A little bit like the Flutie brothers. Yeah, and I'm sure that he would uh, applaud that. Nathan would if you cheer for your brothers. Um, our American viewers have rallied to the cause. Darren in Salt Lake City says teams in the Mid-American Conference get paid by ESPN to play on Tuesday and Wednesday. Because those aren't, it's not the SAC, it's not the ACC. Um, they're less lesser followed conferences. So they move to midweek and this will prop them up. It's all about television, y'all. So when we come back, we'll dig into those CFL semifinals, and we'll reset an hour two with NHL, NFL, CFL. You see Dan Snyder started the, maybe the moves to sell the commanders. So we'll be right back. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Hell yes. Dundee. Soul. Hoorah. Let's go. Digging out of the snow here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. I want to thank those that did dig out and make their way down here today. And we do have a live studio audience as well. So thanks for showing up, folks. Our COO, Lee Jenge, is with us. We're doing the greatest thing ever, and that's two hours of fun sports talk here on Game Plus TV and the radio, WQEE. Uh, just, this is where we normally do viewer takeover. Clark Campbell writes in. He is in Regina. He says, can we finally say the Oilers are the best team in the West? Yes, we did. Show up on time. 
I did the top five and a top five, bottom five earlier on, right? It was the second point in the quick six. Clark, did you have a graphic? Do you want to put it up now or save it till next hour? What the top five, bottom five in the national hockey league? So will you tell me? You tell me. You do it? Okay, here's my top five teams of the National Hockey League as of today. Number one, the Boston Bruins. They're off to their best start in franchise history. Number two is the Edmonton Oil Kings. Five-game win streak. There you go. Our top five, bottom five, brought to you by Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner. So they're right on the screen. Number one, Boston. Number two, Edmonton. Number three, the Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> and look at that. Look at those fingers fly. Number four, the New York Rangers. And number five, the Calgary Flames, who, again... Kadri, Huberdo, Toffoli, Coleman, Backlund, Lind Lindholm. Weger. But Weger, well, I didn't even get to the defense yet, but they're not playing like it. I kind of held my nose to have to put them in the top five. They're that talented, but they're not playing like it. And here is my bottom five in the National Hockey League in reverse order. Anaheim is the 28th team in the NHL. Arizona, 29. Columbus, 30. San Jose Sharks, 31. And the Vancouver Canucks are the worst team in the 32nd team in the National Hockey League. I know there's a lot of people. Thank you, Clark, for that. And thanks for the question, Clark. Campbell, I have you, uh, number one team in the West. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, why don't we have the NHL Network in Canada? We have the NFL Network in Canada. Why? It all has to do with contracts, and TSN owns a portion, I think, of NHL Network. And because Sportsnet has Canadian NHL rights, They've blocked the NHL network from being in Canada. But who cares? Game Plus TV is where it's at. To the CFL semifinals and this poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Which is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? There are only two games. The Eastern semifinal, which is the Hamilton Tiger Cats at the Montreal Alouettes. Or the Western semifinal, which is the... Calgary Stampeders at the BC Lions. And with over 90% of the vote, they're voting for the West Division game, Calgary at BC. And I'll get to the betting lines in a moment, but what's your take on these games, Lee? Yeah, I would have to agree. You know, Calgary going into BC. Uh, and again, I talked about how Rourke rebounds and how he plays out a full game if they're going to play him, if he's healthy enough, uh, and how Jake Mayer plays in BC plays, right? I mean, could be could be the opposite and BC coming to Calgary and playing in three feet of snow. Um, so, I, you know, they're going to be playing on a dry field. Um, I think they're pretty evenly matched right now. But again, it will be how um, Nathan Rourke again comes out, plays, and how their defense plays. Uh, and the secondary picks up and picks up on Jake Mayer. Um, I don't think Jake is completely at the top of his game right now. So you might see Tommy Stevens in there. You might even see Bo. But um, just to mix it up, like, you know, you look at the, the running prowess of Tommy Stevens. He had more, you know, he had last minute of play in hour one, yes. 200 yards rushing alone. So um, I think we're in for a, a heck of a treat in that game. And then always, I think, you know what? I think the, the East is going to be a great battle as well. So. The viewers have come alive. They've come out of their seats. They've all got their take on the CFL semifinals. Lee Harding writes in my guy, my guy, Lee. From the Epic Times, he interviews me regularly for that newspaper. He says, glad you asked. Calgary will win, as will Montreal. I think they're passing around. They're passing around the hookah pipe down there at the Bet uh, Regal odds makers. Every day, the line's changing, not swelling. It's going to different teams. Now, 
Ah, I'll have to carry it over into next hour. I got it here somewhere. The home teams are favored to win. Yesterday was the road teams. People writing in with their NHL top five, bottom five. I appreciate you. So we'll just carry this all through into hour two. Sit through it, everybody. This break on Game Plus and WQEE Radio. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.